0: Welcome back to the Birkenbirds again, every uh, again hello. everybody. Hi, hello. Somebody else say hi, so I'm not yeah, the only one talking. I, to I you. said I mean, hello. You're the one
1: who <laughs> it out Wait, here. who's that other voice?
0: <laughs> oh, um, Mike, uh, Mike, Mikey is the other voice, and he is a good old palio of mine. Ever since the ripe old age of what, like. <laughs> four years old i don't freaking something know
2: something like that i don't know <laughs> so mike is the this is the second mike we've had on the podcast the
1: third mike this we've is the had
0: third the mike
2: podcast. we've had on the podcast
0: yeah wow. <laughs> but this is E. yeah okay so not not mike-y. E. mikey yeah i was gonna say there's michael and then the next week there was mike ean and now we have mike E.
3: <laughs> Yikes. Don't oh, try and understand fun. it. I didn't even
0: realize that. I didn't even realize that. That's hilarious. Um no but yeah, Mikey is my roommate. He and I have sex every night. Um, Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> um don't tell Allison. Yeah, to, no, don't tell don't tell Allison. To my lovely uh business partner. This is adding more to your suspicions. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, cool. I just got a notification that the avalanche lost, so this is going to be a great episode. I'm going to be really happy the whole time. Yeah. Why um, don't you
1: introduce yourself, though, Mikey? Tell us a bit yeah. about yourself for those of us that don't know you.
3: Cool. So, I'm from the same place as Jared, the place that we don't mention. Wait, same geographical you're, location. You're roughly. also
1: from the same <laughs> vagina? Ooh,
0: yeah. yeah.
3: Wow. You got me. I have a long lost yeah. brother? Yep, congratulations. <laughs>
1: Compared um, to all my other brothers that I already have.
3: <laughs> Number three. You're the brother you of never of had, you have. <laughs> No, yeah.
0: Um we grew up together, known each other for so long. We played on the same soccer team like a lot. I like, knew that. Cuz I a used lot to go to
1: time. your soccer team soccer teams to your soccer games a lot, but I didn't know that you guys had been friends for like since you were wee children. Yeah, it's quite a long yeah, time.
2: Yeah, like second grade. I don't have... A mile. I don't have a friend that I am... Well, let me... Before <laughs> I open my fucking mouth. Uh, no. So all my elementary friends um, I don't I don't speak to. And most of my middle... I, I suppose middle school is really... So, like, seventh and eighth grade is really when I started meeting people. Um, that's kind of when I met Jaron and, and Carter, but... I mean, we didn't even become real friends until like ninth grade, I want to say, um, as well as Nata, to...
1: which is mm. technically high school in in most places.
2: Yeah, for yeah. for us, for some True. reason, it's ninth grade is still middle school.
1: Is that? I
0: mean the the situ. Go ahead. The situation with us is just that we were kind of, we we kind of forced to kind of all of us in the in the little. Uh, in a little in the little group. Oh, uh, he's a smart Alps, friend.
2: Right? A smart person. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's a smarter person than I am by far. I mean he Not was really. he, he actually deserved to be there. I was just there because I was gonna take you tests.
1: <laughs> Can we talk about something you know with the Alps, Alps really quick?
3: scandal? It was Jared. <laughs> <laughs> what Kel?
0: <laughs>
1: no, I just one thing that I wanted to mention about Alps because you got into Alps and so every year mom and dad would have me test to get into Alps as well. And it got to a point where they just had me stop testing because I always got close enough that I was like right there, but never actually made it. So I think at one point they might've just been like, okay, she's not smart enough. Like let's make her stop testing. But I mean, not really, but also. Did I
2: pass again? No, you (laughs) got one wrong. I
1: really suck at (laughs) testing. You got one wrong. No, I really, really (laughs) suck at test taking, but I just remember every year I would take that stupid test just to not make it again. And I was, ugh.
0: I feel like that's the thing though, is I feel like you drew the short end of the stick because the only reason I got in was because I'm good at test taking, yeah. but my drive and like ambition for learning was at an absolute all time zero. That's fair. And yours was not. <laughs> See. So And
2: I got you got the, the Well, I was gonna say I got the rent of the sticks because my <laughs> drive for learning as well as my test taking skills not there. Just all kinda toilet. <laughs> I am much better, like, with the creative outlet. That's just how my brain I is. I would
0: definitely say... I mean, I don't know you as far as a school child, but I would definitely say you're pretty freaking A-plus at the creative outlet, so... Yeah,
1: that's what, I just... I can believe that. Even now, sometimes... Because my work will sometimes make us take uh, trainings every so often, and a lot of times they'll have a test at the end, and there is one training that I consistently have to take over and over and over again because I always fail the test. And if you fail the test, you have to take it again, like the whole course. Mm. And the thing is, it's not that I don't know, like, the content. It's that the questions are worded so weirdly that they, like, want you to fail. And I just get, like, really bad test anxiety. I always have. So... Like, no matter what it is, even if it's just for, like, a stupid thing for work, like, it, it's literally not even, like, an important test, but I still get test anxiety all the time, which I guess is a pretty yeah. common thing for some people.
2: So, I don't get yeah. test anxiety, but I'm one of those dumb fucks that, like, if I'm doing a test at work or something, like, for, uh, I don't know, like, the the work policies they make us take tests and stuff like that every so often... Uh, but like, there'll be a question and it'll either be true or false and I'll put true. And then like, I get it wrong. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I know that. And so then be- you have to score a hundred percent. So then I have to go through the whole test again and then I get to the <laughs> same fucking question. That's like, oh yeah, no, that's true. And then I, I get, it's like, oh yeah, that's wrong. It's like, God Damn it? So <laughs> they reword, do
1: they reword it?
2: No, they don't reword it. I'm just done that way because <laughs> <laughs> it like it's they the put they put false on the top no, this time. No, it's because it sounds the correct, and I don't remember that it's incorrect until like I get <laughs> yeah. the question wrong. That's my like, least favorite uh, thing
1: okay. is because I also read questions. I tend to read questions too fast sometimes. And then I go back and like review the test later and it like gives you the answers. And I'm like, I knew that. I knew that answer. I just read the question wrong. So I just don't like testing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's how it'd be. And that's fine. You know what? You know what test I remember is um, when we, you know, we didn't do our refing course together, did we? I don't think so. I know I did it with Jerem, but Mikey and I were both soccer refs sort of together too.
3: What a thrill.
2: Oh my gosh! Cool. I'm did sure you, you probably get, have stories from that. Right, yeah, I was Mikey? gonna say, did you ever get a like parents just piss the hell off at you?
3: Oh, like every week. It was like that's the whole job.
1: It didn't pay very well, did it? it was, oh no, it, it paid pretty, pretty good.
3: good. Yeah, because oh, like okay. we did it, we did it in the stage of school where we were like late middle school, early high school. Oh, okay. So like you're not like quite old enough to be like going to like a job on a regular basis. Yeah. But, like, you want money, so it was pretty good in that sense.
0: Yeah, it was... I mean, so there were some games that I'd ref for. If it was, like, a specific, like, competition game, they would literally just, like, I'd finish the game, and they'd just hand me a $20 bill after it, and that was it. (laughs) And then, like, there were some that was, like, paid through this thing called, like, RefPay, which was just, like, something else. But, like, as far as, like, an hourly rate goes, it would have been pretty good if I was refing like eight games a day but i do like two games in a weekend and make like 40 bucks and that's like more money than i'd ever seen in my life so sure
3: we did have weeks where we would do eight games in a day we did a tournament together one summer eight
2: games Tell them about how, how that was <laughs> so oh, man. for p so how long these aren't full full like they're not like couple hours right these games how long do they last like an hour, hour they're half? not 90 minute games. they're an
3: hour so like you do two 30 minute halves okay so, yeah, still eight
2: there. That's eight like an eight-hour shift, right? Yeah, and you're longer. You're there longer than fucking eight hours. You know that because you got to yeah. do setup or whatever. That's right. a long day. Yeah, to be running up and down that goddamn field. And
3: it's in August in what ninety-five plus degree yeah. weather. Oh. Yeah. It was rough. I hate.
0: Tell it them summer. about Adidas Cup that one time.
3: Man, Adidas <laughs> Cup. What can I say?
0: Do you remember what we did after we finished that day?
3: Oh, I just remembered it. <laughs> so Jared and I put in a 12-hour day. Jesus. We're both absolutely starving, as you can imagine. And so we drive to the Little Caesars that's by Jared's house because our plan is to get Little Caesars and then go over to Jared's house and like collapse on the couch until we have to do all do it all over again the next day. And we go to Little Caesars. Jared's up first. He goes up to the counter, and he's like, I'd like one pepperoni pizza, please. So they give him his pepperoni pizza. He pays. And then the girl that rung him up, like, turns around and walks into the back. And I go, no, wait, like, I want to order two. And then I order my own pepperoni pizza. And we took it back, and we both ate an entire pizza all by ourselves. (laughs) And this girl was like, wait, you're both getting an entire pizza? We're like, yeah, just leave us alone, please. Don't
2: worry
1: about it. (laughs) You're like, please just give us the pizza and let us leave.
0: It was probably... I mean, it was probably like the hungriest I remember being in my young life.
3: <laughs> yeah, because there's like times where like you're that you feel that hungry, and then you start eating, and you don't get as far as you think you would. But like we both put down that pizza pretty comfortably, <laughs> and like we're not, we didn't have any problems when we were <laughs> yeah. done.
2: God, that's what were you saying, Jay? Well, I, I got two things now. But the the first thing I was gonna say was uh, for those who don't know, Little Caesars is like uh it's i i don't know if it's necessarily like west side of the united states is it
1: not a a national thing
2: i don't know if i've I ever it heard started of it in chicago oh was it in chicago i want to say it started in chicago okay well let's look that it up was
0: actually uh it was actually a former pro baseball player that started it
2: interesting oh. uh you should look it up real quick but if you, you don't, don't know do what it is it's uh cheap pizza so you like you know their, their whole model is, uh, you know. Oh, it was
0: in Michigan.
1: Aw.
2: Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I think,
0: I think they're all over the place. Actually, here. What's, uh, I wonder if I go to Apple Maps <laughs> and just search Little Caesars, if Little I could just Caesars see
2: founder. it, like, everywhere. Uh, I think it will no, a local. no, not that one. one. Probably. You should type in, like, how know. many Little Caesars are there in the United States or something like that. Or how many states are Little Caesars in? Speaking of, while you're searching,
1: though, there's a podcast that I listen to occasionally, and um, they live in, like, California, but at one (laughs) point they brought up um, Papa Murphy's, and they thought it was so strange that, like, we would go to a Papa Murphy's, and... I guess for those that don't know, Papa Murphy's is take and bake pizza, so you they prepare the pizza and you take it home and bake it yourself. Yeah. And they were talking about like how strange that concept was, and I just think it's so funny cuz
2: there's a ton of people who think it's a scam. Like there's people who, who live here and it's like you literally pay someone to put toppings on a pizza just for you to take it home and bake it. And I'm cool with it. Like I love Oh, I love, what oh, it I, love like. I love but Papa Murphy's pizza. If you think of that, it's like I mean, I guess, you know, I don't know. They're probably making a shit ton because I can't imagine the dough or the toppings cost that much. You know, I don't know. Though. Yeah.
0: All 50 states have a Little Caesars. Um, the one with the most is California. It has 569. Oh, okay. And the one with the nice. least is Vermont. I think it only has two. Oh, uh, okay. So I mean, out there. there
2: might be a few people who don't know or have never been. But uh, yeah, pretty much everyone knows what it is, so I'll, uh... <laughs> but don't worry, don't worry about what I was saying. Did you have another thing that you said, or was that one of the? Oh, sorry, I was gonna say, um, yeah. And what's great is like when you're younger, like that, you know, you can put down shit pizza like that, or you can eat yeah. <laughs> like a bag of Doritos, or or drink a whole thing of Mountain Dew. And now it's like thinking about even just like eating a full bag of Doritos, I'm just like, oh god. Ooh yeah that's yucky i I don't like that at all
0: um so mikey do you have any specific reffing stories
3: that stand out to you (laughs) i was trying to think one in particular that comes to my mind is actually from the same adidas cup tournament that we did we were not on the same game they split us up sadly um and we had a coach it was like he's coaching 11 year olds right so like you have no business being as mad as he was when it's an 11-year-old just, like, playing around, right? Sure. So he, the coach was out of control, and he gets ejected from the game by our center referee. God. And when <laughs> you get ejected, you have to leave. Like, you can't. You've got to get like, out like, of here. It's not like are... you can just sit there and be quiet, but you got to leave.
2: How old are the kids that you're refing?
0: So they 11. were anywhere from, I think I refed probably anywhere from, like, 11 to 15 16 year olds I
1: thought. Jesus.
3: Yeah. But in this game they were 11. Yeah. It's and, not like it's like pro coach...
1: soccer though, so Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so the coach wouldn't leave. And so we had to get the tournament director Oh my god. over there. So this guy comes over the tournament director and does the fake police phone call. So he like puts his phone up to his ear. Uh... <laughs> like hello West Jordan police I uh need an officer over here to escort this guy <laughs> oh out of my God. tournament yo. like and like this is happening he's, he's like sitting behind the coach like doing this fake phone call like while the game is going on so I'm just like running <laughs> up and down like oh wrecking my gosh, these kids, gosh this guy's like pretending to be on the phone <laughs> you're the like police. should
1: I keep doing this right now yo
0: Oh my gosh, I, uh, I I have two stories that come to mind, and both of them are just absolutely golden. One of them, as just a as just a small a small boy of about fifteen, it just made me want to just die. I just hated it so much. Um, is this the story so, that made you quit? This is a story that made me quit, and this is a story that made me want to freaking just quit being alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, and maybe not that much, but I. <laughs> So this was a very important game. I think this was like a semi-final game. And the kids playing in the game were like older than I was. I want to say they were probably like... I was probably at the time... How old were we when we did Adidas Cup? We were probably like... 16. 16. They were probably like... It wasn't a high school-aged game. But they I'm sure they were probably like a grade above me or something like that. Because I remember they were older than I was. So... And it's not co-ed at this point. This is like an all boys like match. Um, so I start out the game, and I'm on I'm on the sideline. I'm refing the side, and one of the main duties of the sideline ref is to look for offside and call it. Um, I'm not gonna bother trying to explain what offside is no. now because a lot of people probably don't care. But basically, it can come down to inches. And it's a super hard thing to call as a ref. And a lot of the time you get crap for it. And you know what? A lot of the time they're wrong, but it's just so freaking hard to see. Sure. Um,
1: and yet so we still I'm not give the refs g- shit when we go to... Yeah. When we go absolutely. to real games.
3: Hey, those guys are professionals. Like, in hand, <laughs> hey,
1: that's you're right. That's fair. <laughs>
3: they're
0: professionals at taking my crap. They're getting paid like
3: a six-figure salary. I think they're all right.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but... I, I remember there was there was a ball that came through, and um, it, it was close to being offside. I, I will give it, it was very close to being offside. To this day, I, I can still see it in my head, and in my mind, it was not offside. It just wasn't. Um, ball comes through to this kid, he runs in on goal, and he scores. Okay. Nor- Before he even scored it, the parents were screaming at me. Saying, oh my gosh, that was offside, how did you not see that, are you even watching, blah blah blah, right? And then he scores the goal, and then it gets, like, deafening, oh my gosh, they're yelling at me, like, they are absolutely screaming at me. Um, And in that situation, you just have to ignore it. It's not even just, like, shrugging it off, you just, you, you ignore it, and you just don't even pay attention, so then it happened again, the exact oh, no. same thing, the same exact play ball comes through to a kid. It's almost offside. He runs with the ball and he scores again. I don't remember if it's the same kid, but as you'd imagine, it was 10 times worse than the first time. Right. Oh, yeah. And so halftime comes up, right? And I am just feeling like utter garbage at this point. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, the insults these people were hurling at me as a, just a small 15, 16 year old boy would baffle anybody.
1: That's why um,
0: I I hear cause half time, center ref called halftime. And I was going to go over to my car and freaking cry. Cause I was so sad
2: about it. I was so freaking pissed. Right. And you know what sucks and is like, that's that for you, I'm sure coach like refing is like, dude, I love soccer. Like, yeah and i know so much about it that i want to actually you know you know ref the game and right for these parents to just like completely like sh- like you know completely just shock your system with all it, these it was hurtful things it's like guys like this is all i wanted to do
0: it was unreal. The weirdest part, I, I remember a specific instance where, during one of those two instances where they ran through and got the goal, I remember hearing somebody behind me, one of the parents or a coach or somebody, say my name. And I turned back and I looked and I did not recognize anybody back Weird. behind me at all. But somebody back there knew me. And they were like, no, Jared, it was offside. And I was like, they said it in this matter-of-fact way, I remember exactly. And I was like, who the heck was? Because I turned around I did not see anybody I knew. Um, but... Halftime's called. I'm going to go to my car and freaking just be pissed about it. Um, and I hear the coach go up to the center ref and be like, dude, you got to do something about this. And the center ref is like, I'm trying my best. I'll try to run down so I can see it myself. But you just got to deal with it. So basically, the center ref just left me out to dry and was like, yeah, coach, I know you're right. I'm just I'm trying
2: here. Right. Because, you know, I'm gonna... you know and I'm like, how, how old was the center ref older than you or?
0: He was, like, 50.
2: Okay, yeah. The fact that he's, like, well, you know, sorry, coach, You these children. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, he should have been one to understand you. that, like, in that situation, you can't do that to a kid like that. Dude, they even should, if they were wrong. 100%, they should have your back. They're
0: your fellow yeah. refs. So there's no more like for that story that's sadly the ending i got to my car and my battery was dead and my dad had to come jump Um, but i came back and i ref this i was gonna walk away and not ref the second half i wasn't i just wasn't gonna do it and then i went back and i refed it anyway because i called my dad and whatever and it that that was that but that was the game where i was like this is over my other story i'll make this a lot quicker because i know i'm taking a lot of time. sorry really
1: quick before you move on to the next story can i say one thing when yeah. you, because I, I knew that I knew part of that story. I didn't know it happened a second time, and it, mm-hmm. <laughs> that just reminded me of the sound that was like, "I would have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened <laughs> twice, right?" <laughs> if If i had
0: a nickel for every time that happened to me i'd have i'd have two nickels which isn't a lot (laughs) that's just what i thought of sorry that's my favorite thing ever that's a dr doofenshmirtz line we should get damn hovenmeyer come on the podcast oh that would be amazing
1: (laughs) anyway sorry Uh, to interrupt i just that's what i thought of and it made me laugh
0: no you're good You're good. The other story has kind of a funnier ending. So, and it's really quick. Uh, Basically I was reffing a game. It was kind of similar to Mikey's where the coach was being a little piss hat the entire time. Okay. A little piss hat. Yeah. okay? Okay. So this coach was like a little stubby, like Russian dude. And when I say little stubby, I just mean he wasn't stubby, but he was pretty short. I'd say probably like five foot six, but he was a pretty fit guy, but he was like Russian or Ukrainian or something. He had an accent. Right. And our so I was the sideline ref again and the center ref was there and the other sideline ref didn't show up. So somebody um, from like just the, the fans, the, the, the spectators was just running the other sideline. So they obviously <laughs> weren't doing great. What? Um, this other, this coach <laughs> is just pissed the entire time at every single call. And we're like, look, we just don't have another ref over there. We're doing our best here. Just the entire time. I mean, he was, he was swearing at me and, and yeah. the center ref over and over. And eventually the center ref was like, okay, if this continues, we're done. And it, it, he he kept doing it. And he did it like two more times. And the center ref is like, all right, match is over. We're done. We're, we're canceling this game. And the coach is like, what you can't do? Blah, blah, blah. And whatever. And basically, I think he tried to eject him. And basically the coach just wouldn't leave. And he's like, if you don't leave then we'll cancel the game. And so he just canceled the game. Um, funniest part of this story Is, like, a couple months later, I was working at Target at the time, and I saw the coach come in as like a customer target and i recognized him because he was he was so mean to me and so i recognized him and i i even like said something to him and i was like hey do you need help finding anything or something like that and he kind of just like was bowing his head the whole time and not wanting to make eye contact (laughs) and i almost absolutely know that he remembered me wow that is great (laughs) oh it was fantastic it was a little bit of a this is this is pretty awesome type thing but yeah so that's those are those are my two big reffing stories. That's pretty good,
2: bro. I I never had anything <laughs> like that.
0: Yeah, it it was it was a different job. I'm glad I did it, but I don't really ever put it on uh, like applications Resumes. or anything, just because you know it wasn't really a real real job. But I asked you guys a question. I want to hear what your answer was <laughs> to this. I texted you guys a couple days ago, and I said. Um, have you ever worked with someone who was like super incompetent or was just like taking advantage of the company and they just kind of got away with it?
2: Um, yeah, I have something like that. Um, I mean, they would definitely do their job, but they would like they would slack off for a long, long time like mm-hmm. 45 minutes of a time. And this was this was at my first job, but uh, like he would literally like just either go in the back um or just like sit in the corner like the very back corner where no no one's there cuz you only go back there if you if you have to grab something or something but he would literally like just hang out and like he he'd be missing for like 45 minutes at a time and you know he was friends with like the the main manager guy and he was cool with it like it didn't bother him but like you know he did his job like when he absolutely had to but god he just he wasted a lot of time
0: mm. yeah i i i hate people like that especially and, when it like interferes with like how you can do your job
2: i mean as so as as a younger kid you know it didn't really bother me because i was like oh okay you know just that's just how it is but like mm. like looking back on it it's like god you're a fucking piece of <laughs> shit <laughs>
0: Seriously. Mikey, you seem to have a pretty strong reaction when I asked you this question. I'm do you have a story? I'm pretty <laughs> sure
3: I can take the cake on this one. <laughs> so, I work at an apartment complex. and What do you do there? I do all sorts of stuff. I clean their clubhouse. I paint. Hey, over, it's like, just like Mike one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> does yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't do that anymore. Yeah,
2: he doesn't do
3: that anymore. I do more, like cleaning and just like other just kind of simple stuff sorry is that that what you do currently yeah that's what i do currently oh okay cool so last summer due to the pandemic a lot of the students because it's student housing so a lot of the students went home because classes were online so we had a lot of empty rooms and even a couple where all of the bedrooms were empty so just the apartment unit itself Was 100% empty. And we had a maintenance guy who was not super great at his job. As in, like, would only show up, like, a couple hours a day, do a really bad job on, like, maintenance, things like that. The only reason why he still had a job to begin with is because he would, like, make up sob stories to the owner. And the owner was a softie and kept him around. (laughs) Um, But one day the owner's wife was going around checking different units and stuff, and she went in and checked one of the, like, completely empty ones, and she discovered that the maintenance guy, unbeknownst to anybody else, had been living there. So, like, his dog was there. His <gasps> oh, was there, my all of his stuff was God. there. Oh, no. And not only that, so he's, you know, squatting on somebody else's land, but when she walked in, he was in the middle of having sex with his <gasps>
1: <funny> friend. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, so
3: our poor owner walks in. They're just getting busy Wait, in there. Could you, could you imagine? Did like, he
1: immediately get fired?
3: Oh, yeah. No, he kept his job. <gasps> that's that's the crazy part. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't fire him. Oh. That was that was the original
0: question. Was they were super incompetent and got away with it? So. Oh my <laughs> god! My. Like,
2: could could you imagine? He'd literally be like going to town, and then all of a sudden you hear the door jingle. I mean, all you'd hear is just like they would be so. I I can't imagine like the embarrassment. Like, I would have never shown my face around there ever
1: again. No. Oh, no, if I wouldn't have gotten fired, I definitely would have quit for sure. Oh yeah, because that's so embarrassing. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. So Well,
1: I wouldn't either, but I'm just saying in that situation, <laughs> if you get caught doing something like that and they don't fire you, I I don't know why you would show up again. Uh, Especially yeah. if yeah. you're not even that great at your job anyway. Right.
3: <laughs> like he was already on his last rope and then somehow he didn't get fired. Wow. And then he like stole the company van for a while and it's just Oh like, my oh, god. Like he ended up no longer having a job just because like he stopped showing up to work for like two or three weeks and they're like, well, I guess we need a new maintenance guy because like things aren't getting fixed around here and so they just like hired somebody else with like out ever like officially firing the guy he just stopped showing up.
0: Wow, I think you do take the cake on that one. Absolutely. I have a story, but I the only the, the main one that I remember was sort of the reason I asked the question in the first place was because these type of people piss me off so bad. So they create, no, I'll say after, but there was a girl who I, who started working at my old job, like a, like a month after I started there. And so we were kind of at the same point, like training wise. Um, but one of the things about my old job was that it, uh, the productivity was tracked and counted. So you had to get a certain amount of, actions per day which meant like you go into an account and do a thing and you note what thing you did and then you like take the action in the account and they wanted you to get to a point where you're doing a certain amount per day and i was struggling to get to that number because what would happen is i would go into an account and i would want to fix every single thing that i could before i would get out of it and it drove me insane because other people would just literally open up an account do nothing and then note that they did nothing and then action the account and get out of it. And so it it creates an unrealistic standard for the company where they're like, okay, we want you to get 50, act- 50 actions because all these people are getting 50 actions, but they're not doing anything. So there was this this girl eventually left like six months later. Um, and one of my managers pulled me aside after she had left, like a, a, like a long time after she left and was like, yeah, we like went in there and like looked at all her actions and they were nothing. Like, I, I wish we didn't like just, they, they treated her like she was an absolute God because she was doing all this stuff, but she wasn't doing any stuff. And it, it just drives me insane because somebody like me gets pushed under the rug because I'm not getting as much actions when I'm actually
2: doing the work, you know? So that just, that's yeah. that kind of stuff just drives me bonkers. Oh, yeah. But. I'm, I'm sure, like, it's like, she's just skimming by no problem and you're sitting there busting your balls, like, looking into things and <laughs> it's just It all, sucks and... Yeah.
0: I mean, from an outside perspective, I'm like, look, you as the company need to realize that you're getting more bang for your buck when you look at me, which is good because I ended up getting promoted and I did really well at the company. Um, but th- I think they eventually realized that, but still like as a corporate mindset, they're like, nope, it's just the numbers. We just need the 50 actions. We don't care about anything else. And it just sucks because if you if you require more of people than they can do, they're going to do stuff like that. And yeah. you're not going to get the right work. And then it's just basically going to be meaningless. And it just... It, it drives me insane, all that corporate mess, oh, but yeah, I yeah. Mean, that's that's yeah. horrible anyway Kel did you uh did you have one
1: not really mainly just because I've only ever really worked at call centers and you can't take advantage of call centers um mm. they don't they don't take shit like that, and I mean if you're not performing and and doing what you're supposed to do, you're out of there, so yeah. it's it's not really something that you can take advantage of or be incompetent with because. I mean, I've seen people get fired for less, so, yeah, like, right. it's just not the same type of, not the same type of job. I was trying to think about, like, prior non-call center jobs, but I can't really think of, like, any specific, um, examples or anything. Right. Yeah. Which I guess is a good thing.
0: <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Did you have any posts this
1: week, Kel? No, the posts have been a little dry, um... Hmm. I'm going to ch- see if I can find any for next week. So I apologize to our people who like the posts. Um, they've just been a little boring.
2: Yeah. I actually have a question off of Reddit. Yeah. Um, so this is on the uh, Ask Reddit subreddit. Uh, and the question is, uh, what smells stir up your best childhood memories and why?
1: Ooh, that's Ooh. a good one.
2: So it, I'll, re- I'll read off a couple of them. A couple of them I think we can all relate to. Um, the smell of rain on like concrete.
1: Yep. But I don't think I don't I don't think of a childhood memory with that. I just love the smell. I just of like rain. it.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, I was gonna say, but
2: it, like, <laughs> it's the specific smell of it, like being like on concrete, like when you're at oh, schools yeah. and stuff like that.
1: Oh yeah, I can I can relate to that. My for sure.
0: like for me, that smell reminds me of sitting on my porch. But I did that mm-hmm. when I was like, oh right yeah. before I moved out. So I mean, I did that all. I I still do that now. So yeah. I
1: literally, when it would rain, because lightning is one of my favorite things to watch, but I literally, when it would rain sometimes, I would go and sit on the porch and just wrap myself up in a blanket and, like, read a book, and it, like, I just, because I loved the smell of rain, and I loved the sound of, like, the rain, and so I did that a lot.
2: Yeah. And so, uh, a couple other ones on here. It's uh, the smell of stick glue, I guess, reminds uh, people, like, of kindergarten or, like, early grade school. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Well, I want to hear your answer. What's your answer, Jay? Um, well, one of mine actually. So, it's uh, it's 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 such a weird smell. So it's um, like when you open up a pack of like Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Pokemon cards or Magic cards, there's a certain mm. smell to the the ink and the printing that that they that they use on the cards, and that is that is probably one of my, if not my favorite smell. And sometimes, um, actually more than not, when we go to like real games. Um, it's the same ink that they use on like the books. So when they hand them to you, it's like, you know, I whiff through the pages. I'm like, ah, that's a good smell. (laughs) But I mean, that, that's like, like... that brings me back to like, you know, when I was young, young, like going to Smith's like, and looking for Yu-Gi-Oh cards when they were brand new trying to find the Seto Kaiba decks. Like, I mean, that was like (laughs) Smith's. I mean, they didn't even sell the shit at Walmart. Like it was just like random ass grocery store that had them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mikey, do you have one?
2: Like a
3: smell? Yeah, it's at like my grandparents' house. It I had, was gonna like, say my grandma's pretty, house. Pretty like particular smell. It's not like something you'd smell outside of their house, obviously. But whenever you go back there, you're like, oh yeah, this is this is the smells. same smell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this sounds sounds good. That one's actually <laughs>
1: a really good one too. I didn't even think about that. I was that, but...
0: I was particularly gonna say our our maternal grandparents' house. Oh, absolutely. For me. Yeah. Right. Even though
1: they did used to live in a different house. And that also reminds me of something, too, that I never really thought about, but um, how everyone's house has a different smell. And um, I remember someone bringing that up when I was in, like, middle school. And I, I spent a lot of time at my best friend's house at the time. And I just remember thinking, like, wow, her house does have a smell. Like, it's just that was, like, her house's smell, you know? And then, like, our house had a specific smell and... So it's very It's. I think it's interesting how something like that can just be so distinctive.
0: Right. Um I was going to ask what what is our house's smell, Mikey? Here? <laughs> no, my my parents' house. Do you I know? I don't know if you have one. Do we not really have a smell? I've always been curious about that.
3: Not really. Cuz like the basement was a little musty but there's like no circulation down there, but I mean that's she's why nice you fixed now. It. Yeah. yeah. I was
0: It'd be hard for us to determine if there's a smell here because yeah. we're always here. Yeah, right. but I guess Kell and Jay, you've both
2: been here. Did you notice a particular smell over here? Uh, I mean, not not really, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, there's just a, I, I'd probably say it wouldn't be your smell. Just the, I don't know, like the the area kind of smells like an older. Like an older building smell you know it's Which been a there very it's, old building. been there for it's quite a very long old time old <laughs> but the interior i mean it's not bad it's not bad by any means it's just, oh yeah you know an older smelling is probably the only thing i could you know, put my thumb on.
0: I actually thought of a question that I was going to ask you and you might not have an answer for this, but I had, I had one that I was thinking of. So like, what's a situation that you've been in where like you are maybe helping a customer at work or something like that. And you're picturing yourself in their shoes and you're like, if I were you, I would really hate me too right now. But like, this is just how it is. You know,
2: are you asking me?
0: I'm just kind of posing it. I'll give my example. So like when I worked at Target, um, there was this guy who came up to the registers and he was like he bought he was buying this thing, and it he said it was on sale but it wasn't ringing up as on sale, and it was like a pretty big sale. So I was like, oh okay, like um, can can you show me like where you found this and we can like go check it out and he was just so huffy about it and he was like no well, they trust their the the employees trust their guests over at wherever else at Walmart or whatever i'm <laughs> like okay but
1: that. it has
0: nothing that. to do with that
1: I <laughs> and i was like
0: really I was like, really? The only thing is I just kind of want to fix the problem because obviously there's some disconnect here. And so we go back over to the aisle that he got it from and like the sale tag was on the spot that he picked it up from and it actually shouldn't have been there. It should have been on a different spot. But I was like, yeah, I'll give it to you for this price. Like I, it's okay. I just wanted to fix it, you know? Yeah. But like in, in his position, I'm like, look, I totally understand. You don't want to walk to the back of the store and show me where you got this. Like I get it, but like you gotta just do it. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> that actually reminded me of when you said like, they trust their people over it, whatever <laughs> it reminded me. So I work at a credit card company again. I've said that before. And mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people seem to think that, um, cause I'm in the billing department. So I work with a lot of disputes. Um, and a lot of them will come up where people don't recognize the charge at all. Or, Um, the other big situation is someone just wants to cancel a charge. Either they change their mind or they just don't want it anymore. And for some reason, a lot of people, like, their first thought is to go to their credit card company, which to me is weird because I've never thought to do that before. Like, if I order something and I want to cancel it, I'm not going to call my credit card company. I'm going to call the company that I ordered it from, right? Yeah. So... It happens very, very often where a situation like that will happen where either someone wants to just cancel an order or they'll call in and say, hey, I need you to to remove this charge. And it's like, "Okay, like I can't take it off, but we can go through the dispute (laughs) process. And there have been so many times where people are like, well, that's the whole reason I have this card is because uh, you guys said that you would take care of us in situations like this. And I always want to be like, (laughs) right, but like, we can't just take a charge off because you don't want it there anymore. And then they're like, well, I'm just going to use my other card, like okay i don't okay. i don't care <laughs> but like it happens so often where they're like that's the whole reason i have your card like <laughs> all right i'm sorry i love it oh We're my Stony, god bro. it's just so ridiculous to me <laughs> what that like people just think that we could just like push a button and be like oh it's not there anymore you don't gotta pay for it anymore you know like it's just crazy to nice. me. yeah right get that credit card <laughs> right <laughs>
3: Yeah, Kel. I just need you to remove this. Yeah,
1: okay. I, I mean, I got the order. <laughs> just, I just don't want to pay for it. Like, okay. just bought a have, like,
3: car, but like,
0: it's all the same <laughs> to you. I'm gonna not. Everybody just has like their own agent that like just follows them around all the time, and you're like, Yo <laughs> like man, when you're, you when they that. say
1: like like a good neighbor State Farm is there, and they like snap yeah, their yes. fingers,
0: but and they're the agent always just there. Like, shows good up.
3: Kel is there. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. they'll literally
0: see you buy the thing, and then you're like, yeah, you gotta cancel that, and they're like, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can you imagine they'll but, watch
0: you purchase that slim Jim at the gas station and you're like dude I don't know what this charge is. and they're like oh I'll get right on that they're
1: like <laughs> oh yeah yeah
2: yeah what about what about if they're watching so if they're watching every year one of your moves how about when you like I don't know let's say you just had like a big lunch and then you're like oh shit you know I could go for you know something at the gas station walk over there like sometimes you feel kind of guilty you're like dude I just had this big fucking meal it's like D- I'm still gonna down this fucking twinkie Like, I, I don't know. It's kind of,
1: can I tell one more story really quick that you reminded me of just barely. So (laughs) it's another work story. And this guy wanted to dispute like a, like a $13 charge, 12 or $13 at a restaurant. And his reasoning is that he goes to the restaurant all the time, but this time his pancakes tasted different. And I was like, I'm sorry. And he's like, well, I, I go all the time. I should not take a sip of water right there. <laughs> Sorry. But he's like, I go all the time and the meal always tastes the same, but today it was different. So I need you to dispute it. And I literally was like, sir, we can't, we can't do that. Like they, they provided you the goods and you ate the meal. We can't my favorite just... part of that. <sighs> my
0: favorite part of that is that he didn't even specify that it was bad this time. It was just different. It,
1: that's exactly what he said. He's like, it just tasted different. Like. I don't know what to tell you. It, and that was like <laughs> when I first started in my, in the billing department. Cause I've been there for a couple months now, but like when I first started, I was like, I don't know what to do. And like, of right. course, when you get to a new department, you don't want to, no one likes confrontation. And so now I've gotten better at like situations where I have to tell someone like, no, I'm sorry. We can't dispute like dispute that for yeah. you. But at the time I was like, uh, I don't know. I need a check. And it literally it's- was like, <laughs> Just so crazy to me. I was like, sir, if you have a problem with the meal that you ate, you need to take that up with the restaurant. Like, we can't do anything for you. It,
0: it feels so nice to get to that point in a job where you feel comfortable, like, disputing stuff with people who are calling you, right? Oh, yeah. Because, like, I remember at my old job, I was so nervous to... Because the thing is, like, you, you're listening to your manager and they're like, oh, no, tell them this. But you're like... And you tell them, and they're like, well, why? And you're like, I don't know why. Like, because I'm that's what they told me
1: to do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but then you get to the point where you do know why, and it just feels so good.
1: Yeah. No, I, I Mikey, really enjoy getting to that point, too. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: No, I was just going to say, Mikey, you worked in food. You've got to have some crazy stories like this, too, right? I mean, you got to have something.
3: Uh, i got a couple <laughs> of good ones. All right, let's hear one. We were at a mayo one day. Oh, no. Out of we had light mayo. Oh, oh so, no. Lady comes to the, the drive thru. Like, we're out of mayo, but we got light mayo. She's like, that is unacceptable. And just like drove off. And I was like, <laughs> cool. And then I had another guy. So I worked at a chicken restaurant you might have heard of called Chick fil A <laughs> for those of you that know what that is. Anyway, <laughs> some guy. So the Chick fil A's thing, obviously, is that it's only chicken. Like, the mascot is the cow. Save the cow kind of a thing. Guy comes through the drive thru. I'm on the headset you know do my spiel and he's like do you guys sell burgers and like sometimes (laughs) people just like say that as like a joke it's like haha, i'm gonna go to chick-fil-a and ask for a burger but like homie was like serious like he wanted a burger i was like no like chick-fil-a Said chicken we got chicken (laughs) sandwich he's like oh do you know where i can find a burger i was like there's a wendy's across the street and he's like cool thanks and he drove over to the wendy's
1: you're like that's not my
0: problem sir (laughs) It sounds like this man, like, woke up and discovered fast food one day. <laughs> I know.
1: He's like, what is this amazing thing where I'm I can like, just... this was not here
0: last time I was driving down this road. What the heck is
3: this? That's so Speaking funny. Speaking of discovering fast food, are you ever, like, behind people, like, in line? Like, now it's drive-thrus, because we don't go inside anymore, but, right. like... Watching someone just like struggle with the menu or like wow. take an absurd amount of time—it's like McDonald's oh, story has not changed the menu <laughs> in forty years. Oh, absolutely! Like, you know what's on there. You okay. know what you want. You know why you're going there. Like
1: <laughs> I have a story move, about that.
3: Move it along a little bit. What you got, Cal?
1: So, the other day, um, I really wanted a donut, so I went to a donut shop that's just kind of by our house. And they, the nice thing is that they sell like individual donuts and they have like different like frosting and stuff. Oh my gosh. And the donut I got was so cute. It had little dinosaur sprinkles on it anyway. (laughs) So I went to this donut shop. And I walk in, and there's this mom and her daughter, I assume, trying to pick out, like, a dozen donuts or something. And I literally was standing there for probably nine minutes while they were picking out donuts. (laughs) And, like, every single donut, they are like, well, what's this one? What's this one? What's this one? And I I just... It took everything in me not to be like, ma'am, do you not know what a donut is? Like... (laughs) It, I now, literally, what comes
0: on a maple
1: donut? I, I was like, ma'am, like, what is your... Have you never ordered a donut before? I literally was standing there for almost 10 minutes. And then this this ma- ma'am, this ma'am, this lady this ma'am. had the audacity to not tip the girl and, like, specifically press no tip. So I bought, like, two donuts that was, like, $3. And I tipped the girl, like, five bucks because I felt bad for having to deal with that lady's Aww. shit. But I was like, I literally wanted to be like, ma'am, have you never been to a donut shop like it's really not that hard
0: yeah it's oh but that's gosh. the same thing with
1: McDonald's like you said Mikey like they they don't change their menu <laughs> like right. it, you don't have thing. to look at the menu when you go you, if you're going to McDonald's you probably already know what you're going for
0: if you're over the age of 18 and you haven't been to McDonald's before that's crazy <laughs> like that's seriously insane
1: I just can't even fathom that that would be, like, a real thing.
0: No. I, I, there can't be anybody that's actually like that, right? Is there who anybody who gets the age of 18 and has never been to
2: McDonald's before? Yeah. Do you think? Pro- I don't know. Probably. Like, on, honestly... You think they, so? Yeah, maybe.
1: And we can say that because they won't hear this.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> well, it's true. 1%, one, one, one percent, probably less than 1% of America.
0: I, I would guess. I wonder if those statistics are available.
1: <laughs> that's I'm about to
0: Google... Who hasn't had mcdonald's
1: (laughs) (laughs) who raise your hand if you've never had mcdonald's before (laughs)
0: yo mcdonald's question mark (laughs) (laughs) so i had a question that i was actually thinking about so mikey and i don't necessarily go to school together but we live in the same apartment and we go to schools that are around us um i was wondering because i haven't this is I, i've been in school i've been in college less time than mikey has but i was wondering if he had any like um good or bad like really good or really bad professor stories have you had any like super super a plus ones that you want to talk about or any like that you're like oh my gosh
3: um i don't have any that i really hate i mean okay there's plenty of boring lectures sure i have one right now where like it's on demand since, like, they don't want us in person. So, like, the professor just uploads their lectures, and we watch it on our own. But, like, this professor wants us to have them watched by a certain time each week, but mm-hmm. he's always, like, two days late uploading them. So ah. it's, like, <laughs> you know? But a really good one I had is, it's about a year ago now. I was in this class. I was doing just fine. I had, like, 98 or something. You need, like, a 93 to get an A. So I'm just, like cruising at this point we get to the final project and i do the final project i do everything right and there's two different documents that you had to turn in for it turn in the first document correctly the second document there were two documents in my like on my computer that had similar names so i accidentally uploaded the wrong one and so i just get absolutely tanked on this assignment And it drops me down to like a 91. So like Are you serious? Two, so like two full uh, percentage points oh my gosh. below an A. But my professor was like, hey, I can tell you just uploaded the wrong document. I'll move Yo. you up to an A anyway. Uh, and like that's some so professors nice. don't even budge you like 0.1%. Yo. Oh, no. And this homie just like pulled me up a two, like a complete 2%. And I was like, oh, that's wow, really i nice. saved my skin on that that's one. That's
1: really nice. Man. So did he I, not have you just re-upload like the correct document then? Did he yeah, just, like... I was gonna no, say. They just
3: she just gave me an A. What that's the awesome. heck?
1: That's that's seriously like that's very rare <laughs> that that would happen. Yeah,
3: I was so lucky. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah.
1: I, the
0: reason I thought of the question was because something happened to me last semester that I was like, you are a, a champion. there I, I had this professor, I, I don't even, oh, I do remember the class. It was just a stupid little gen ed class that didn't doesn't really matter. And I this was like right when I was going through my job change that if you've listened to all the episodes, you probably know kind of around where that was. That was like in like December of last year. And, um, so I, I got my new job lined up and it was so amazing because it was exactly what I wanted to be doing. And I was way excited to do it. And it worked with my schedule for school this current semester now. But the only problem was that the work schedule didn't exactly line up with my school schedule last semester. And I had to miss this class for the last like couple weeks in order to go to my new job. And I, like every day. Well, the class is only, I think it was only Monday, Wednesday. But Monday, Wednesday, I'm missing class for a couple weeks. Oh, okay. Um, it adds up, and also there's, like, information that I'm not going to get for, like, the final. And so I I sent her a message. I was like, look, here's the situation. Here's what's going on. And she was basically just like, yeah, I'll see what I can do to, like, get the recorded lectures over to you. Um, I understand your situation. I just love when people are understanding, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, that's all like, it
0: takes. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. If the I,
2: whole it, world was understanding, I mean, uh, it would be a much nicer would, place. We would live in utopia, that's for freaking yeah. sure. It
0: So, Jay, I'm sure you have something kind of similar to this cuz that reminds me of like a situation that happened at my job a, a couple weeks, like just a couple weeks ago where it it made me realize like how much more willing people are to work with you when you're understanding with them because like Especially at this job I have now, there are a lot of angry tenants and there are a lot of tenants who are understanding and realize that things happen, right? And so so, something happens and I send an email out to a couple tenants. I'm like, hey, this thing happened. And somebody responds and they're like, I'm going to take you to court for this. This is blah, blah, blah. You know, they're just acting like, you know, you'd expect. And somebody else is like, okay, I totally understand. I can like make payments on this. I hope you're willing to work with me. I'm like a thousand times more willing to work with the person who's like, yeah, I get you. than the person who's like, I'm going to take you to court. It's like they're, they're, they're accomplishing the opposite of their goal because they're making it even worse for themselves.
1: I've always said that as well. Like, obviously with my job, if you call in for a specific reason, I'm going to make sure that that gets taken care of. But if you're going to be a dick to me, like, I'm not going to go out of my way for you. Whereas sometimes I will go out of my way for customers just because they're so nice or because they're so understanding. But if you're just going to like call me names and be rude, then I'm going to be very short with you and I'm going to do nothing but exactly what you asked and then let you go. Like, because I don't want to do anything more for you, you know?
0: For sure. Will you ever go out of your way to make their experience worse if they're mean to you?
1: No, (laughs) <laughs> um no just because that has like a big it could potentially have a big impact on my stats, <laughs> which is like a For big sure. part of my job. And I I personally am someone who like looks at numbers a lot and I take a lot of pride in my stats. So it might work. So when I'm doing well, I want to make sure that it looks like I'm still doing well. So even something as simple as because we get surveys and like if someone has an email on file, they might get a survey sent to them and we can get like good surveys back. And something as simple as having 40 good surveys, but one bad survey can drop you down like a ton. So Mm. I won't ever like go out of my way to make it a worse experience. But if you're going to be rude to me, I will do the bare minimum for you for sure.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Jay, you're in a position where like you're actually still working with people face to face. Do you still see that a lot?
2: Yeah, um, you see, you see it a lot because in the industry that I'm in, um, you know, usually if people come to my place of work, it's usually not a good thing. Um, I mean you get you get people who need things, but uh for the most part, I'd probably say a good uh like seventy percent of people that go there need something and usually gonna cost them quite a bit of money. Sometimes right. it doesn't, but for the most time it does. So you have to be understanding um and but you have to be realistic with people and be like, look, you know, this is just what it costs. You know, I'm sorry yeah. it, it sucks. That's just what it costs.
0: I feel like it might be kind of similar to my old job because it, it was like a I don't know if I ever actually no did I say I think I said what it was. It was in like it was in anesthesia and so medical stuff like obviously it can get ridiculously expensive and oh, we sure. can work with people, but at a point it's like. This is just the situation that you're in, and I'm sorry, and that's how it is now. <laughs> All right, you know what? I think I think that'll do it for us this week. I think I'm gonna go to bed, and so I can get a nice snuggled rest before I have to wake up for a seven a.m. class tomorrow. Night. So, well, Night. you
1: gotta you gotta have <laughs> sex with with Mikey too before bed.
0: Oh, gosh, that's going to be like another like hour. Oh,
1: wait, I'm sorry. Can I tell one more quick story now that you mentioned you have a 7 a.m. class? I'm so sorry. I'll be quick. Now that you mentioned. So when I was in high school getting ready to go to college, um, I had I had a lot of friends like when I was a senior, I didn't have very many friends who were seniors, mainly because a lot of my friends were older than me. So when I was getting ready to graduate, a lot of my friends were already in college and I had been told time and time again, do not take an early class. Do not do it. And (laughs) like, I know a lot of high schoolers, me included, was like, no, I can do it. I got up this early for high school. No, that's the biggest lie you could ever tell yourself. And I remember my first semester, I had some sort of music class. I still, to this day, don't even know what it was. It was very different than what I expected it to be. It was very hard. And it was at 7am. And I Mm -hmm. can probably count on both of my, like both of my hands, how many times I went to that class total. (laughs) Like, I did not go to that class very often. It was very, it was my earliest class. And it was hard. And I remember I showed up probably the first couple of days, you know, the first couple of times to, like, be a good student and whatever. And then I just stopped going, and I think I got, like, a B minus or something on my mm. final. Still don't know how, but, good yeah. like, <laughs> good, it, actually. <laughs> it, it, it was definitely in the B range. I don't think it was as low as a C, but, like, I just remember, like, kicking myself basically, being like, why did I take such an early class? Like, why did I think that I would have the... You know, like the... What's the word that I'm trying to think of? Um, the oh, I can't... No, no, no. no. <laughs> like the the um, motivation to to get myself to that class without like mom or dad waking me up for high school, you know? Yeah. And so good on you for taking an early class because I, well, I could not do it.
2: <laughs> it
0: doesn't count because I roll out of bed at 6.59 and I open my laptop.
1: Well, so. okay. I guess that's different because mine was on <laughs> campus and... Now that I work from home, a lot of times I work at, you know, 7 and I'll wake up at 6.58. Yeah,
3: Yeah, no, exactly. Not having to get out of bed makes a huge difference.
0: Oh, Oh, absolutely. Like, if I had to get up and, like, get ready to take the shuttle down to campus by, like, 6.30... That, I, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have yeah. taken this class. So, I mean, I'm I'm amazed that you did that. Like, I'm I'm very proud. But, like, I, I couldn't.
1: I literally remember my first day, too. Like, you're... It was, like... I think it was, like, a Monday class, too. So, it was, like, my first class of college. I remember I oh. got up, like, made sure I got ready so that I could, like, look presentable or whatever. Walked to camp... Like, walked to class. Because I lived on campus. It wasn't very far away. And I walked to class. And I remember... Literally, like the class was over by like 7:20 because it was like just an introductory day. And I remember getting back to my dorm, and I was like, I spent over an hour to sit in a class for 20 minutes at 7 a.m. Like, what? Oh what am I doing? Like, I remember I was so angry.
0: I know, like those classes that I, I Mikey has the one that's like it, it claims to be a three-hour-long class. I have two of them. And them you have two of them, and then they always end up being like an hour, an hour at top. <laughs>
1: Nice, Freaking
0: yeah. love it. Well, sorry anyway. to,
1: to bring it back to the Kel Show here with that, but I just wanted <laughs> to tell that quick story.
0: The Kel Show. Yeah, so this has been the Kel Show. We appreciate you guys listening.
1: Thanks for my three guests. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Um, thanks for being on, Mikey. We appreciate yeah, you. Actually, yeah, actually, thank you so for much me. for
1: being on. We'll have to have you on again and tell more yeah, soccer refing stories. Yeah, and just soccer stories in general.
0: It's been a good time. I mean, speaking of soccer stories, Mikey and I are actually thinking about starting up just a kind of a soccer podcast between the two of us. Um, Yeah, give us a
3: like and a follow. uh, (laughs) Yeah, once we have a name and a follow.
0: <laughs> it's it's super in the works right now, but you know, just some, just something. It's it's nothing like this. It'd probably be a completely different audience. But if you happen to enjoy soccer as well, give give her a listen. Once we got more information for you, but yeah, um, give us a follow on Birkenbirds on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, um, and we will start tweeting some good and funnier yes, stuff. We are than gonna the start zero being zero on
3: Twitter we <laughs> We're gonna turn it into a Bernie. Mittens. No. Page. The
0: Bernie <laughs> Mittens movie is dead. We're, it's done. Oh, you <laughs> killed it already.
3: We've killed it
0: already as a people. Hours.
1: <laughs> Thank you again, Mikey, for being on. We really appreciate you taking time out of your evening to talk with us. Yeah. yeah.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. All right. Peace,
0: you guys. We will talk to you later. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.